Welcome back to the show, Reds. This is the Shanky Session, the Liverpool podcast. We bring you each and every day, even when things don't exactly go away, we show up to discuss what has happened. This is your Liverpool versus Spurs match reaction and player ratings. A uh, bit down on this Liverpool one, Spurs one. Where do we begin with this? Both managers picking a real two real attacking sides. Great to see with a title and top four race on the line. Anfield, as expected, in full voice underneath the lights. The pitch looked fantastic. Michael Oliver is the man in charge. Um, Liverpool were at it right from the get-go. The tempo way up. Early chance for Mane just off target. Three minutes in, Mane shot from range straight at Lloris. Mane looks possessed. He looked like he was well up for this. We looked like we were well up for it. But as the match evolved in the first half, the, the tempo became frenetic and hectic, um, which lacked composure I suppose in those key moments especially in the final third where we lacked just that bit of composure to set ourselves to get the shot away or play the pass or create the chance um, which ultimately evolved into the game ending in a draw I, th- I think our play up until the final third, I think, you know, thought was really, really good. I think for more large parts of that game, we kept them on the back foot. They were reduced to counter-attacking. And again, no disrespect to Spurs at all. I mean, they were fantastic in defence, putting their bodies on the line. Ben Davis, you seen towards the end there with Mo Salah. They did an excellent job, blocked everything that they could, kept us out. But when that is happening, you need that bit of composure and that bit of creativity and that that bit of experience that says, let's put a foot in the ball here, figure out what needs to be done and get the job done. But it was just still seemed to be chaotic at times. Seven minutes in, Spurs on the break, Allison says from Bentecourt, nine minutes gone, pace of the game is incredible. It was an unbelievable pace. Both those teams tomorrow will feel it in their bodies. There's no doubt about it. The pace of the game was absolutely electric. 12 minutes gone, Hendo with a captain's block and Kane. Absolutely brilliant from Hendo to block that out. Could have been easily a goal. 15 minutes in, Liverpool with the, the possession, 64% to 36 Game still frenetic and hectic all the time. You'll hear this throughout this match reaction. And uh, 19 minutes gone, the crowd in full voice celebrating that, that those moments. Um, the crowd showing the love for Salah with the song. 22 minutes gone, and that last five minute period from whatever it was 17 to 22 minutes, Liverpool with 90% possession. And that's, that's what I often fear at times when I talk on these shows about complacency um, and about, you know, just that bit of, of courage to, to, I wouldn't say calm things down, but control things a little bit better and have more nous and awareness about what you're trying to build up rather than gun ho 23 minutes corner swung in, free header for Van Dyke, unlucky, trying to put the header back into the far corner. I always felt there was a goal coming, but Unfortunately, it didn't. 26 minutes, Trent, take a bow, son. His cover player's quality tonight. Um, he was constantly covering. The, the ground that he covered tonight was sensational in terms of he was he was covering left and right. When Robbo pushed forward, he was tracking back in and for Robbo and everything. You know, he covered unbelievable ground tonight, Trent. Um, Luis Diaz picks up the ball, 34 minutes, and runs at, full run at uh, the, the Spurs' defence. 
um, gets a shot away, but uh, um, unlucky with the shot. But uh, unbelievable when you see Luis Diaz in full flow with the ball, dropping the shoulder and going around players and stuff like that. It's an unbelievable side to behold. 35 minutes, Michael Oliver, he's letting the tackle slide a lot, um, not really producing the cards and letting the lock go, um, which is kind of something that's been with referees this season a little bit and something that I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about at all. I'd like the game to be a little bit physical. 38 minutes, um, corner swung in by Trent again. Van Dijk would have had it this time again, off the top of the bar, unlucky again. We were now pinning Spurs back in at this stage. 39 minutes, free kick, Liverpool in range, shot block Trent, and then blocked again by Thiago. And this is what I was talking about, that Spurs defence. Two banks of five, doing an absolutely brilliant job, blocking absolutely everything. Stadium and full voice on their feet. Liverpool lane seized the Spurs towards the end of this half. 42 minutes, Hallberg with a chance uh, just outside the box, hits the post. Alisson diving to his right, um, I think it was to his right anyway. Um, yeah, to his right. Um, ball hits the post and goes out. Um, unlucky from the midfielder. Um, ref blows the whistle for halftime. Nil nil. Liverpool dominant enough for Spurs had their chances. Uh, but Liverpool need to up their cleverness in possession. Plenty of endeavour, but nothing really to show for it yet. Second half needed. Let's hear the Anfield. Huge 45 minutes coming up in the tight race. We knew it would be a huge 45 minutes. And we knew that this was going to be a tight game. And we knew like Spurs having that top four position on the line as well. There was so much on the line. This is this is the last kind of fixture that we really needed at this time in the season. Um, but yeah, we get underway second half. <sighs> I said I would offer up a few goals. I didn't think we'd be splitting the difference. Uh, Liverpool pinning Spurs back in again, creating half chances, but need to be more clinical. Salah was a little bit, he was a tad complacent in, in, in possession today, I thought. And I just I just find with Salah, does, does, he's missing this. I've said it for a few match reactions now. He's just missing this crispiness that he has. You know, you see him when he broke into the box that time and he shuffled across twice. You know, and Ben Davis gets the block in. And no disrespect to Ben Davis, but Salah should have the speed there to get that shot away. Um, but unfortunately, not tonight. And Ben Davis did a fantastic job on just that one example, you know. Um, 59 minutes free kick to Liverpool. Um, I'm sorry, where am I going? 51 minutes tackle flying in from Spurs. Um, Spurs are tackles flying in now. Spurs looking for a bit of protection off the ref, complaining to the ref though some of the tackles going in. 53 minutes, Ben Davis carried, he pulled Salah to the ground. Salah gave him a tough time all night, but he dealt with Salah well. Um, did a great job on him and stuff like that. But just Salah, he just seemed, there's always just with him lately, it's just this extra touch, this extra touch all the time. It's, it's like there's a kind of... Um, it's hard to believe and hard to say. Look at a lack of confidence or something in him at a certain level or something. You know what I mean? I mean, we know how brilliant a footballer he is. Um, 56 minutes, breakaway goal for Spurs. No one challenges Kane. I've seen Kane running with the ball and I just thought, who's the player who should be out there? At least Fabinho and then Van Dijk or whoever, or Kanate. And I was thinking, he just sailed into the box under no challenge at all. No one out to press him. No one out to force the pass or try and block it or whatever. Ball breaks to... Um, oh, it was just like... I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the space that he got, you know what I mean? It, it was just... 
unbelievable. Ball breaks out to the left and then the ball's put in. And uh, Son, I think it was Son, was it? I don't remember now. I'm so fucking pissed off. Uh, so frustrated, infuriated at the result. Yeah, Sun finishes. Ball in from Ryan Sessignon. Sorry, I wanted to make sure I got the assist right. Ball in from Ryan Sessignon. Just in a triangle off Kane. Ball out to Ryan Sessignon. Squared into the middle. Sun on his own. Taps in. 1-0 Spurs. Now we were really up against it now because now we know, know that we need a 2. 50, 59 minutes free kick just over from Canate. 64 minutes. Costas comes on for Robbo. I think the tactical change there was that he thought with Costas He'd have a better delivery into the box and a more precise delivery because that's where, if, if it was going to come from anywhere, that's kind of where it was going to come from, from balls into the box. Because that's literally what we were trying. And on 65 minutes, Jota comes on from Hendo as well. Got to go for it now, you know. There's no point in holding back. I mean, when you think about it, really, okay, we got the draw and we go top, but, like, it's just handing three points back to Man City, really. I don't know whether... Newcastle will get much out of that. Uh, 74 minutes, goal, Luis Diaz gets us back in. Larice rooted to the spot. Let's do this, Reds. Let's get this going, you know. Um, 79 minutes gone. Spurs, two banks of five defending now. Already spoke about it. Impossible to unlock. Everything get blocked. Um, 83 minutes gone. Really struggling to open them up in the final third. It's really, really crowded in there. But with their two banks of five, plus our own players, um, in a typical Conte fashion, you know what I mean? Has the guys well organized, well structured, frustrating the hell out of us, you know. 84 minutes, Winks comes on for Kulishevsky. Um, and 87 minutes, Spurs deploying to Conte, but a time wasting tactics there, going down with fells, taking their time and all that. And, and that's fine. I mean, if you look from Spurs's point of view, a point for them today would have been fine. Um, a point for us today doesn't really do much for us. Um, so yeah, just a bit disappointing. Um, but they know what they needed, you know. 87 minutes, sorry, 88 minutes for Benio off, Kate on, trying to shuffle the pack there in midfield. Didn't me really make a huge amount of difference, you know, putting Kate on for the last seven minutes. He's one of those boys that takes time to come into a game. 89 minutes, ball in from Thiago, Trent back stick unlucky, just didn't read it. It was a fabulous ball in from Thiago. He couldn't believe that Trent hadn't made the move to get onto it. Um, I think obviously Trent he just didn't see it or whatever it was and Thiago was in shock he couldn't believe that Trent hadn't made that move to bury that ball um, it was a fabulous ball in uh, the signal for five minutes of injury time no joy really in those last five minutes it was just huff and puff really finished 1-0 Spurs get the point that they wanted to go away from Anfield from we get a point and we go top on goal difference Man City have Newcastle tomorrow. I fully expect them now to be boiled by that result. I was hoping to win that we'd be two points ahead and that the disappointment of their exit in the Champions League during the week, plus us going top with two points ahead, was going to be enough to maybe trigger a slip-up from them, maybe a draw or something like that. But again, we're down to three games now. Of the three games, what could you see them really doing, West Ham? Maybe Aston Villa, maybe I just feel so deflated now. It's just, it's just an absolute sickener, you know what I mean? Just, I just wanted to keep it going, you know what I mean? I just, you know, even if we lost the league by a, by a point, run out and win all our games and test them all the way in, you know. But we've, we've thrown the advantage back at them to the point now where 
not only do they need to get a draw, they only need not that we only needed them to get a draw if we kept on winning, but now they need to actually get a loss. And I don't really see Man City losing any of their final their final games. Really, I just can't see it, and I think we'll just fall short. And look, we spoke about the quadruple. We pushed it as far as any team ever did. We we should be so proud of our team this season. They've given us unbelievable moments reaching three finals. We've got a Champions League final to look forward to. We've got an FA Cup final next weekend to look forward to. We've got so much good stuff going on. Diaz has come in absolutely fantastic. I'm sure more signings will come in. Most of the boys have all had a brilliant season. Most of them have been injury-free. They've come up in clutch moments when we wanted them to. But, you know, as most people say, the quadruple, it's it's just that step sometimes. It's that step too far. That's why no one has ever done it. It's never been done in the history of the league. And that's why I just think it's um, it, it's disappointing. Look, and it, it's not over. It's still going. And it'll go right to the end, and we'll push them right to the end. But I just don't see... I don't see where the loss is going to come from. I just don't see it. As, as down as City will be about the Champions League, they'll come out tomorrow boiled by that result. They'll probably put Newcastle to the sword. I mean, the, the, the sickening thing tomorrow will be is, they, you know, imagine they go out and they draw with Newcastle tomorrow. How sick will we be then? You know what I mean? And it's just it's just those times. And, and this was an opportunity. We were, we were playing first. So we had an opportunity to lay down a marker like we've done all season. But just tonight we fell short. Um, and that's no disrespect to Spurs. Spurs are a good side and Conte is a fabulous coach. So hats off to them as well. But look, we'll go again. I think it's Tuesday night we play Villa. We'll go again and we'll be back with a, a preview for that as well. And we'll, we'll keep this season going. We'll keep on pushing. We'll keep on fighting two fabulous finals coming up. Um, but yeah, just a little bit deflated tonight. Let's get into these player ratings. Um tough one to do with these player ratings especially when you come off the back of a match like that you're, you're kind of emotional you know what I mean you're just kind of you know somewhat fed up um, and it's it's hard to wear hard to know where to begin even with the ratings like you know it's you know it's, it's not that anyone played exceptionally bad it's it's just that we just we played really well in two thirds of the pitch and in that final third we were just blunt we just came up short Um. But let's get into these player ratings. I mean, the big winners tonight now are Arsenal, really, and Man City, aren't they, when you think about it? So, Alisson, I gave a 6-2. Um, 6 being the average rating. Didn't do anything really wrong. Just did what's expected of him. Trent, I gave a 7-2. Um, I thought he was decent. I thought his balls on his play, his passing could have been a little bit more accurate. He could have been more... You know, there could be a bit more intent and purpose to him picking players out and stuff with his ball and stuff like that. But in terms of endeavour and work rate and a bit of the, actually a bit of tracking back and defending tonight, he was really, really good. Robinson, I gave a 7-2. Thought Robbo does what he does and um, put in a real shift um, but started to get a little bit tired. And I mean, that's not unusual. I mean, the guy has been putting in shift after shift twice and sometimes three times a week. So seven for Robbo. Kanate, I gave a 6-2. Um, again, not a whole lot wrong, um, but maybe could have produced more in that final third with the amount of balls we put in the box. Um, you know, for a guy of his size and a guy of Van Dyke's size, I say it time and time again, we should be producing more off corners and certainly off set pieces going into the box. Two guys are two absolute giants. Um, 
Van Dijk, I gave a 7-2. Um, reasonably comfortable all night, but I'm just so pissed off that neither of those boys picked up the movement of Kane coming into the box with the ball. And Fabinho, I just thought, Jesus Christ, close the guy down. You know how dangerous he is, you know. Actually surprised when Kane arrived into the box with the ball, how far he carried it. And when he went in there, I was surprised he didn't pull the trigger himself, that he actually he, he actually laid the pass off for Session Young to square it to, to Sun. So I was quite shocked at that. I thought he would have pulled the trigger himself. And though we gave a 7-2, worked really, really hard all night. Um, but again, it was kind of endeavour without final result really you know what I mean tried and tried and tried took a few shots that were blocked just could not find a way through Fabinho gave a 6-2 um, again average score 6 just put in a shift what he normally does Thiago gave a 7-2 um, was moving the ball around trying to move the ball quickly so unlucky for that final ball he put in the box there for Trent he was so shocked when you go back and you look at his face on camera he was absolutely shocked that Trent didn't get on the end of that ball. It was an absolutely fantastic pass. Um, Trent just just didn't make the move and read it in time. So unlucky. Salah gave a 7-2 again. Average score of 7. Could have probably given him a 6. Um, you know, just moved and moved and tried and tried. At times, tortured Ben Davis down that end. Um, especially in the first half, had the measure of Ben Davis all the time. But just... In terms of creativity, in terms of the speed at which he's moving at, like it's 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 normally faster and crisper. I just think over the last few weeks with Salah, I just think it's been a little bit. It's like as if the season is catching up on him a bit. That's how I would how I would uh, describe it. Um, Mane, I gave a six to. Um, expected a little bit more from Mane in the in in that central role, but I suppose the way Spurs packed out the defense. There was nowhere to move in there with two banks of five at times. So um, maybe we could have done something a little bit different. And he, he was unlucky as well with a couple of chances. Diaz, I gave an A2. He's just a ball of energy. He just brings something special all the time. You know there's going to be that moment in a match where where he does his thing and he came up with the goal. Um, and what a sign that he's proven to be. And Yeah, subs. Costas, I gave a 5-2. Um Came on, delivered a few nice balls um, and laboured and laboured and laboured and tried to do something, but just couldn't get something going. Keita, I gave a 5-2. Came on, didn't really influence the game at all in any way, shape, form or fashion. Jota, I gave a 5-2. Again, comes on, um, tries and tries and tries. There's no lack of effort. There's no lack of, of, of trying in these guys, but just... In those moments, as I spoke about earlier, where you have to put your foot on the ball and stop, survey the situation and think about what you want to do and be clinical in that moment, that's when we sort of fell over or gave the ball away or gave it up cheap or went wide or got a block in or whatever it was. And it just, just didn't fall for us tonight. Um, I don't know what else you'd call it, really, you know. But, yeah, this has been your match reaction. Liverpool won, Spurs won. Title race top of the league it's it, it's mad I just feel so deflated going top of the league on goal difference albeit on goal difference but a mammoth has now to try and reel Man City in and it's just I think it just might be that step too far God I hope they prove me wrong I hope Newcastle Road tomorrow and absolutely smash Man City but I can't see it happening I mean it's, is, is this the way we could potentially win the league 
being deflated the night before and suddenly someone crops up like a Newcastle and puts in an unbelievable performance of the the season and John Joe Shelby pops up with a 30 yarder in the last two minutes to win it 2-1 or 1-0 or something. Can't see it happening. We can dream, Reds. We'll continue to dream and we look forward to seeing the rest of the season now, but this is a this is a tough night for me. Until next time, if you want to drop your ratings down there in the comments, let us know what you thought of the performance. Really, really good in two-thirds of the pitch, but just so blunt up front. Just running out of ideas when a low block like that presents itself to us. What would you have done differently? Would you have changed that? Would you have introduced any other subs? What you're feeling now? Is the quad not on anymore? Is it in City? Do City now have it in both hands? Um, is there a chance that maybe a miracle could happen and one of the teams could absolutely get a result against them and beat them? Who knows? Um, and not that we have an easy run in either. I mean, we Villa up next. And as much as we love Stevie Gerrard, Stevie Gerrard ain't going to give us much too easy. Oh, God. Until next time, Reds, try and enjoy the rest of your weekend. As depressing as it is. Till next time. At Session Shankly on Twitter. The Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. You know them all at this stage. Also, if you're enjoying the, the episodes and you're enjoying the player ratings and the match reactions and all that stuff, drop a subscribe there and support the channel and help us grow it. Until next time. We'll talk to you again real soon, Reds.